Welcome to the Podcast Connector. Each week, we'll bring you behind-the-scenes tips on all things entrepreneurship, spreading your message, and the podcasting space. Plus, we will connect you with some amazing people in health, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and personal development. Let's dive in. Welcome back. Today, we are going to talk about how to crush an interview. We have been doing a lot of interviewing recently. We had some podcast connector interviews for some different positions, and we've both also been doing a lot of interviewing for our other businesses. So this is something I love to talk about. I feel like I've gotten better and better at being the interviewer over time. And we talked already about hiring and and tips for hiring and what to look for. I think, you know, even if you are, so you're listening to this maybe because you are getting ready to interview for a job Mm -hmm. or getting prepared, but I think it's so important to also listen to the hiring one because we speak a lot on the perspective of people hiring. And so that'll help you even more listening to both of these podcasts to really, to really nail it. Cause you're going to see it from both sides and you're going to hear do's and don'ts from both sides and, and where sometimes mistakes are made. So both are really important to listen to. Yeah. For both people, for the person that is applying for positions and and looking to, you know, join a company and also for the person who's doing the hiring for sure. Cause I think that's one of the biggest stumbling places for entrepreneurs, bad hires, you know, to be honest. So for both, I would say, listen to the what to look for when you're hiring and how to crush an interview. So man, where do I want to start? Okay. Here's what I want to say first, how to crush an interview. When you get there, you should have researched the shit out of the company. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like if you show up and it feels like you don't even know what the business is or how it works, like do your research. It doesn't take that long. Like go to the website, go to the social media, like learn about the position, like learn everything you can on your own. You should not be coming in confused. Yeah, you should. And it's like, that's something to like, as somebody when I'm hiring, if you're coming to me and I can tell you haven't taken the initiative to like do a little research, like you haven't taken 10 minutes to do some research. That's a red flag for me because like, I'm looking for somebody who's taking initiative. Yeah. Like how can you trust that they'll do the actual job that they're in if they're not even taking the 10 Mm -hmm. minutes to make the initiative Mm -hmm. before getting on the actual interview? Yeah. And doing a little bit of that extra research, which, you know, stalking the website, stalking the social media, maybe Mm -hmm. watching some YouTube videos, if there are any, maybe listening to one or two podcasts with the founder or whoever it is, you know, anything that you can do, just get a little more intel. You never know how that can just naturally organically pop up during the conversation and really impress that person. Mm -hmm. So we talked before about how like a red flag with hiring is if there's fangirling, right? If there's like that that fangirl energy is, is usually a hard, like, no, this isn't going to be a good hire because it's just not, you know? And I mean, we've um, had interviews where people come on where they've legitimately said, I've been a fan of yours for so long that I just, you know, I saw this job posting. So I just won the chance to like talk to you. Yeah. It's like, you don't want the position. You just want to like, it doesn't feel good. Mm -mm. You know, it reminds me, remember when we both used to get health coaching clients who literally just wanted to hang out with us. (laughs) And I was like, why did you pay me just to talk to me? Do you want to talk about your health? I mean, very flattering. It's flattering. It's flattering. But it's like, if I'm like spending my time, Mm -hmm. like on a call with you for an interview, and it's really just because you want to connect like that feels just it's just wasting my time yeah and it feels disrespectful yeah. like if you want to connect in another way yeah. like reach out in a different way if you need help with mm-hmm. something and but taking up time for a job interview is not that yeah. time yeah so looping back like fangirling is, is a no respectfully like I love what you're doing is a yes right and if there's anywhere where you can slip in I don't know like it's just a natural organic like something that you just know about the business or how they run it makes that person feel like oh shit like this person like knows me like get like gets it gets mm-hmm. the business like that's impressive you know yeah. um so there's like that fine line between like fan girl versus like 
I love the content. I love what you do. Like I've been following this for a while. Like I really want to be part of this mission. Like yeah. it's just a very different energy. Yeah. Do you want to be a part of it or you just yeah. want to have a conversation? Yeah. Something else I think is so important is showing up with the right energy and excitement. Yes. You know, that's presenting yourself and then you're just running a brush through your hair. That's mm-hmm. presenting yourself in a right way, getting seated, getting prepared, but also not being distracted. Yeah. Not being distracted, not looking at your phone, coming in with the right intention. Like you're so excited to connect, bring, like bring the energy to it. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had interviews before where I'm thinking, why are you on this yeah, call? Like, you don't do, do seem you like you want to be here. Yeah. I'm sitting it just makes me want to end it early and be like, that's a hard no. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't understand why you're on this call. Especially if it's for any type of position where you will be forward facing in any way. Like if you will be on any calls with potential customers or clients, mm-hmm. any part of the interview, it's not just about what your answers are. I'm looking at how are you showing up? Like, what is your energy like? Like if I was a potential client or customer and I'm on the receiving end of like you, am I pumped? Right. And so yeah. if it's dull, it's monotone. It's just like, like that's not giving me the energy like that I want to represent my business, yeah. you know? So showing up like you genuinely want to be there, like bring it energetically. Like it's like, what, 20 minutes? You can do it. Yeah. You can do it. With that, I would say just with your answers, with conversation, there's a balance, right? If you're like one wording it, obviously that's not going to get you anywhere. If you're like very minimally responding it just feels like okay this is awkward however I've also had people who over talk and where it's like I can't even get a word in and we're so off base and it's like okay well this was a 20 minute interview essentially and you spent half of it talking about your personal life that that's a red flag Mm -hmm. you know this is the thing it's like it's not just about what you say but it's the whole energy of how you're showing up because the way you show up to that call is representative of how you're going to show up with other business interactions and so that's something that person is looking at as well Mm -hmm. so I think showing coachability is so important I think we're at a day and age where some people have experience and other people can just figure it out Mm -hmm. right like they might have a little bit of knowledge about the industry but they're willing to come in and learn and learn quickly and implement and take action on things and so if you if you don't have that's more important than experience yeah if you don't have a ton of experience but you have initiative and you're willing to learn and take action make that very known that you're coachable Mm -hmm. for that. Just be honest about it. Being like, okay, I don't have a ton of experience in this industry, but here's what I do have to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. I've done research on your company. I love what you guys stand for. I believe in your mission. I can do X, Y, Z. I'm willing to learn X, Y, Z. And I'm the type of person that if you give me a project, I'm going to figure it out. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you can say that like telling someone you're coachable is probably one of the best hiring traits. Yeah, totally. It's like, are you willing to be adaptable and just figure things out? Because a lot of different companies, you might be wearing different hats. You might, your job might transition a little bit. And so you have to be willing to be flexible. And I mean, we're also at a day and age where product services, everything's changing and growing and adapting mm-hmm. all the time. And so are you someone that's ready for that? And are you able to express that? Yeah, I think, you know, for me, when I'm usually doing a listing of a position I'm saying like looking for somebody who takes initiative is motivated like there's all the logistic stuff that I'm looking for but then there's also like the personality type and I think about like am I showing that in this interview mm-hmm. you know and just like the initiative piece that's so huge and to Kaylee's point I mean I feel like like in all industries like my mom hires in like engineering and she always tells me she's like 
we don't even care about experience anymore. We look for people who want, want to learn and like to learn because we've learned that there are people who have more experience who are a pain in the ass to work with and they're not they're stuck in their yeah, ways. They're stuck in their ways. And I have found that some people give that can give off that energy without meaning to like, especially if they have a lot of experience, they're coming almost like very egotistical. Yeah, it feels a little egotistical. Mm-hmm. And it's like, look, this is like a collaborative environment. And especially knowing this goes back to knowing the company you are looking to get this position with. Like, so Kaylee and I both, if you are looking for a position, in a startup or a small business that's a very different energy than if you're like hiring for disney you know what i mean it's a, yeah. a completely different thing where you're in this machine right like if you're not going in this big machine and it's a smaller team like knowing like it's a smaller team or it's a startup it's just a very different energy and everybody gets their hands dirty sorry it's just how it works you know? I'm literally racking my brain right now to think of some type of industry or job that doesn't adapt. And I can't think of one. I even yeah. like, cause obviously we're, you know, we're in the more of the startup space. So we're used to things adapting all the time, but I even was thinking about a doctor, medical industry. Would you rather have a doctor that is going to a bunch of conferences and learning all the te- mm-hmm. new techniques and the new instruments? So you can, if you have to get surgery, you're healing faster and it's better for you if you have to get metal in your body it's better for you Mm -hmm. or a doctor that's been doing the same exact way for 50 years and refuses to do any advancement Mm -hmm. like what duh like you want the person like times are changing everything is evolving and so it is very important you come in with that energy of being willing to adapt and evolve and never acting like above the position yeah you know because there are always people like everybody's replaceable sorry (laughs) (laughs) like honestly you know and if like ego gets in the way there's issue there. If you're looking to share your message with aligned audiences, then being a guest on podcasts is the best way to do it. It is a guaranteed way to get in front of a loyal audience instead of testing your luck with ads or organic reach, which is getting more and more difficult. This is exactly why we started the Podcast Connector, which is like a matchmaking service for podcasts and guests. Cold pitch emails often go to trash or are left unread, and most podcast hosts only take referrals for their shows nowadays. At the Podcast Connector, we have a huge roster of thousands of incredible podcasts. We get to know each of them individually and exactly what they're looking for and what their audience is like. And we match our guests with aligned shows. We're looking for people exactly like them. We love to make perfect matches. We take the cold pitching out of it. It's a win-win for everyone. So if you are looking to get booked on podcasts, just head to thepodcastconnector.com. That is where you can see all of our options for bookings. Let us take the stress off you focus on the things you really need to be focusing on your business. Let us work our magic and get you booked on perfectly aligned shows. Again, all of the information is at thepodcastconnector.com. What this also reminds me of, this is like a shocking thing to me that has come up so often. I've talked to so many people about this as well because I'm like, am I crazy here? I always give people a sample task. I always give them multiple sample tasks just so I can see, because I need to see their writing ability. I want everybody in my business to be able to write. And I mean, okay, the last position I hired for for my business, I had 15 people do a sample task. Only one of them didn't have any spelling errors. It was like a three paragraph thing. And I'm like, it's not that hard to do like a spelling spelling check. I mean, I was shocked. And like I had... I've had multiple friends where I've talked about this. I'm like, yeah, it's like literally I just need to give a task and people don't know how to write. They don't know how to have spelling, grammar, like especially for me, that's like a big part of my business, you Mm -hmm. know? And so it's like when you're sending emails or if you're sending in a sample task, reread that thing multiple times. This happened recently, like with this position, it was like, you know, giving a task and if there are spelling and grammar issues and you're telling me you want this job so badly, yet you're sending this in and you had, you know, it's not a long thing. It's like what, 200 words and you have, you have, 
have spelling issues. It just, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Like that tells me like you don't care is, is what it tells me, yeah. you know? So I, it seems like, it seems like such an obvious thing, but it happens all the time and it actually shocks me. So I want to bring in a really good tip for people who are interviewing. Let's bring manifestation into this a little bit. So something I've done before really important calls that I'm like really excited about or a really big brand collaboration or partnership shortly before the call I will sit and meditate and manifest on exactly how I want that call to go mm-hmm. and how I want to show up because maybe I've had really chaotic energy that day maybe it's been like back to back and I know if I'm about to jump on this really important call or if you guys are about to jump on an interview and you, you know you're working your full-time job maybe your mom called you upset maybe you're like who knows what just happened could be a chaotic day but you have this one chance this one impression to show up on this job interview mm-hmm. take 10 minutes before close your eyes and manifest and visualize exactly how you want to go how like the energy you want to show up in how you want to present yourself the questions you want to ask and get yourself in to that mindset before mm-hmm. it begins absolutely I always visualize how I want the conversation mm-hmm. to go and another one I talked about this I did a, a podcast for Christina the channel pod with my friend Mark Champagne and he is all about like asking questions and I told him I said the question I always ask myself before every interview is how do I want this person to leave feeling after every podcast interview and I always set an intention I do this for all my sessions as well but with the podcast I always say I want this to be the best podcast this person has ever been on and I want my intention is that person feels curious they feel excited they feel expanded I want them to feel expanded leaving this conversation I want them to feel like they were asked questions they've never been asked before and at the end of almost every single interview probably like 97% of my interviews the person will say you asked great (laughs) questions I've never been asked that before and I'll get a message later like I've been thinking a lot since our show like it made me like think about so many things you know and it's like that intention right how do I want want to leave this person feeling so Mm -hmm. it's like if you can get clear on how do I want them to feel leaving this interview I want them to feel confident that I can do this I want them to feel confident that I can initiate I want them to know that this is aligned I want them to feel comfortable with me I want them to feel you know whatever that is like get really clear on that on how you want them to leave the conversation and that's going to help anchor your energy as well are there any other really like big things that you would say about interviews or like if you think about hiring from your end I mean I think one of the biggest things is do you actually want this? Because mm-hmm. you don't want to get yourself into a position of another job that you aren't happy in just for the sake of having a job. I think it's so important for you know what you're spending majority of your time doing on a daily basis for it to feel so aligned. Mm-hmm. And so making sure that you're asking those right questions when you're in the in the interview, you can make it known that you've done your research of you know what the job entails, but have them ask them to explain it like in their own words beyond like what you've read on you know mm-hmm. paper and email whatever that is. Ask them to explain a day in the life you know Mm -hmm. what what they expect that might not have been shown on the job description Mm -hmm. and really get to know like are these people I want to work with will I feel a part of a community will I feel excited for work every single day with this Mm -hmm. because you're spending a lot of your time doing this and so making sure it's a right fit and asking those questions for you not going into it in a fear-based like oh I must be hired I hope they hire me I hope they don't pick someone else be like "Do, do I want this does this feel aligned does this feel right yeah because that screws up with the business as well like the Mm -hmm. like I have had people in my business where it was like they clearly told me certain things to make me feel like it was right fit and then we got in and it wasn't I hear that from every, yeah. so many people and it drags the, the whole business down yeah and it's like it's like I don't want anybody in my business doing something they hate like that affects the whole business you know it just so be honest with yourself you know I'll also say something that always really impresses me okay you're getting to know the business this company you're getting to know this position right and envisioning that and feeling into that and how's that feel for you and it's like okay if I take initiative like 
like I'm assuming I'm going to grow with, with this position. You know, I, you can ask like, what are the growth opportunities mm-hmm. here? Like, what is that going to look like? Because that's telling me, oh, this person is like in it for the long haul. Like be very clear up front. It's like dating. What are your expectations, right? What are you looking for? Mm-hmm. But something that always impresses me, any hint of this person has already thought about like, how would I grow this? Like, how would I push? It's like, are you somebody who comes in and you're like, what are the expectations that I'm going to meet them and I'm going to fulfill this job? Or are you coming in with the energy of, I'm going to do that and I'm looking for more innovative ways to do things, more ways that we can grow. You know, whenever somebody mentions, like, I think a really great growth opportunity would be looking into this platform or I've been seeing this and I feel like, you know, that could be something we could explore if if that's getting good ROI. Whenever somebody is offering ideas, whether or not we actually like utilize them, that is just showing me this person is a creative, this person has that visionary energy. This person is thinking bigger and this person is growth oriented. Like I want somebody who's growth oriented and not looking to have their hand held, you know? And like, are they just going to get in this position and just do it? Or are they going to expand what we're doing? So that is something that is super, super impressive. You know, if you already have, and I know for me in previous interviews, that's something that people have reflected to me and like why I've gotten certain positions. They're like, we loved all of your ideas. Like they can tell I'm going to get in there and kick ass at the job, but like change the fucking job and make it bigger, you know, and happily do that. And I'm always rewarded for that, you know? So that is something that I highly recommend showcasing in one way or another, just that you can think bigger and you're going to go beyond just what the expectations are. Agreed. I think it's a perfect one to leave it on. Yeah. One of the most important aspects of like nailing a job interview. Yeah. Do your research, show up the energy you want, think about how you want to leave that interview with that with the other person feeling and how, how you want to feel, making sure that you're getting the questions answered that you have for yourself, making sure it's a really aligned fit on both ends, you know, showing that you take initiative, double checking everything that you send back and forth, sending a thank you email, like all of those little touches, just showing like, I genuinely care. I genuinely want this. Like, Mm -hmm. and I am aligned with the mission. I don't just want a job. I love this company and what you're doing, what you're creating. And like, because when I find somebody who is so passionate about the mission and they're, I can tell they're going to treat my business like the, like my baby, like, like their baby, just as much as it's mine. That is a big yes for me. Right. Mm -hmm. Versus I just want a job, you know? So thinking about all of those things and just being the authentic you, and if it's, it's the right fit, it's gonna, it's gonna land, you know? So those are some, some big things I would think about if you are looking to crush an interview and also on the uh, interviewer side, some good things to explore as well. We hope this was really helpful. If it was, take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag us on Instagram at the podcast connector so we can repost you and maybe send this to one of your friends if you think it would help them as well. Just copy the link and I'm sure they will appreciate that little love today. All right, that's going to be it for today's show. Thanks again so much for tuning in. We will chat with you again next time. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. Don't forget, if you want to get booked on amazing podcasts, or if you're a podcast host and you want to get connected with some incredible guests, head over to thepodcastconnector.com to learn more about our service. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It truly means the world to us. And extra points if you take a screenshot and tag us on social media so that we can see that you're listening. Thanks again for tuning in. Have an amazing rest of your day, and we will chat with you again next episode.